Usually, you get the Mickey Mutineers podcast where we talk everything Disney, but sometimes... You get the Mutineer Disaster Hour where we talk everything else. It's like Duck Duck Goose, the shitty podcast. Movement? What did you just say, Josh? What did you just say? You told me not to move. <laughs> you told me not to move. I did tell you what to move and then tell you what to move, tell you not to move. And then what did you say after that? You know what you did. I said it's cell service towers vision based on movement. The cell tower vision based on movement. Yes, you know what? Let's roll with this and just say, yeah. So the cell service is a... Ter- okay, that's a weird thing. It's a Tyrannosaurus Rex, and if you move, Josh... <laughs> the No, let's make this extreme. It's a Tyrannosaurus Rex, and it's also the podcasting god. And if you move, uh-huh. it'll, it'll just eat you off this episode. And that's it. That's it for you. So now, now do you feel bad about... Okay, I'm going to be moving here in just a little oh, bit. Oh, you're so screwed. You are so screwed. How do you feel about that? Well, it could be like the lawyer in Jurassic Park. Are you pooping? Yeah, actually, if something kills me right now, I'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> How do I joke about this without sounding horribly dark? Actually, you know what, Josh? If you were going to die, today would be the day. I mean, can you go darker? Can you go darker than what I yeah. just said? Yeah, I can. Because, like I said, if you were going to die, today would be the day. Because it would be so easy to calculate the age that you died at. <laughs> because happy yeah. birthday! Like, really, you oh, or you death you... day! Who knows? <laughs> we're, we'll see. <laughs> What'd you say, Josh? I was celebrating. <laughs> I mean, generally you have, what, 90 days on either side of your birthday was is about when you're going to die? What? That's a six-month range. I, no, there's there's just this so fucking thing that 50, went around a few weeks a 50% few years ago of the year said, you might die? <laughs> yeah, basically. But it's going to be closer to your birthday. Right, but it's okay, so 50 cents, 50% of a calendar year. Yeah. It's like one of those... It's like one of those 60% of the time it works every time things. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so let's, let's hold on. Hold on. So 90 days from either side of your birthday, that's 180 days. But a year is 365 days. Yeah. So actually, it's a slightly... Oh, you just won't die those five days. <laughs> like, are those five days your safe days? You can just yeah, do... Yeah, but you don't know which ones they are. <laughs> <laughs> this is a phenomenal concept and I love it. You have to find out which of your five days are your safe days and then you can do whatever you want. But let's hope that you're right. Yeah, it's like it's like Russian roulette, man. But like with the worst odds imaginable. <laughs> Cause you're not one in yeah, you're not right. one in six, you're five in three hundred and sixty-five. Actually I'm gonna do that math. Hold on. Uh oops. <laughs> Five and three hundred sixty. No, three hundred sixty-five. Because you still got to count the same days. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. So you have a one, okay. a one in seventy-three chance. Oh. <laughs> Jordan, you're not alone. What? Those odds. Oh, a one in seventy-three chance. Hey, hey, Jordan, look in front. No, yeah. Jordan, in front. What? Okay, Josh, what? are you? Did you see that? Like, did I see what? Oh no, I'm seeing things. Like, I feel like there's an entity in Jordan's office, and it's kind of freaking me out. Jordan, there it is again. Look over here, over here. No, what? It went to the left. It went to the left. Oh no, shit! Left. No, you're on the left. There it is. What? Oh my hell! I don't think Josh is going to be the only one to die on this episode. What are you talking about? Oh, Josh, it's windy. You told me to tell you when it's windy. It's windy. But also, yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, ah! Jordan. There's definitely an alien. Oh wait, hold on. No, hold on. There's a, there's a bug on my screen. Let me just ah. There we go. Oh shit. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a horse cockroach. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. That's exactly what it was. Uh, wait, hold on. Is, is a horse cockroach a thing? Uh, I'm really glad you ended now. that sentence yeah, with the uh, word roach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> yeah, Jake, Jake, you need to go through the episode and just bleep out... The road part. <laughs> it's a horse cock. Beep. <laughs> Why is that so stupidly funny? And I love it. I mean, the joke, not horse. You know what? Let's move on. <laughs> Jordan has bought his toys this episode. We're going to get into that. But speaking of Jordan and toys. Whoa, I want to play with it. Uh, <laughs> the horse cock? <laughs> Look, they're like, you know what? Don't kink shame me, first of all. But before we get into kink shaming, <laughs> I do want to do some... Hey, what? Yeah, we need, we need, we need to do our thing. because I gotta go. Well, first, before we do our thing, I want to do my... Our, we haven't done this forever, but some, some personal plugs. And by personal, I mean concerning... <laughs> So, when I think of Jordan and toys, I think of personal plugs. And what better way to advertise this? And Jordan has some new videos on his vlog. We haven't announced Jordan's new videos for a bit. And they're about Jordan's toys. Well, the the toys that I was looking for. Right. That I I may or may not have purchased. (laughs) How did we go from horsecock to Jordan's toys? They're, They're wildly related. Just trust me. Uh, you know what? Uh, you know, just like Jake, I don't need you to kink shame me, Josh. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just, it's just a weird. It's just a weird segue. That's all. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. listener and/or viewer, make sure you go check out Jordan's toy videos. On <laughs> it sounds bad, but that's really what they are, and I love them. I, I love this pivot that you've taken, Jordan. Well, they're they're toy hunt videos, videos, and I I've, I've, I've partially I partially pivoted. Mainly because one, I don't live anywhere near a fucking theme park that's worth a damn. <laughs> I was about to um, correct live... you, and then you amended it. <laughs> right. So um, I don't. I can't do theme park content, and I haven't been going places because my work schedule was all fucked up. But now, now that I have a new job, I have my Saturdays and Sundays back again. So. 
but I, I, I pivoted and I started to do more toy hunting videos because they're actually getting views. Like I didn't think that that would be something yeah. people would be interested in, but they started to get views and I'm like, oh, well, I out on toy hunts all the time. I, I can just film them <laughs> yeah. and edit them and put them up. And so like all of this year, practically like since February or March, the majority of my content have just, has just been toy hunts. Yeah. And I, I like it. And you're right. They are getting confused and you, you do it in an entertaining way. And I like the guests that you bring along with you. What, Josh? Oh yeah. I my mean, buddy so, is... so are you just like going out in the woods and like blasting with a shotgun? <laughs> yeah. How do you hunt for toys? No, actually, you know, I, I, I caught uh, I caught this guy the other day. Uh, <laughs> and what I did is I, I propped a box up with a stick and I left a whole bunch of yeah. M&Ms, okay. a trail of M&Ms. And this is probably Josh, you will not believe this shit. I heard some rustling in the bushes, right? Luckily, I was wearing my camo my camouflage. But this is rustling in the bushes. And I thought, oh, it's just a fucking rabbit. I don't you want said camouflage. Yeah, camouflage. I was I, I was dressed <laughs> like a camel. You just got a suit with 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 printed camels on it. Yeah, yeah, I dressed like a, like so I would be inconspicuous. Okay. Right. Again, I'm I'm explaining my method. So it would be like Jack Pumpkin, but with, but with camels. Right, right, right. So uh, I'm 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 in my camouflage and. I hear this rustling in the bushes and I'm like, it's better not be a fucking rabbit because I don't want to catch. I'm not here to hunt rabbits. I'm here to hunt toys and son of a bitch. A toy popped out of that goddamn bush and started eating all these M&Ms just like one after another, just boom, boom, boom. And then, and then I had to be very careful. Josh, this fucking toy went underneath this box and then I yeeted the ah. fuck out of that fucking stick that was propping that box up, and I caught the goddamn toy. Fucking, fucking nice, swear nice. to God, oh. caught the toy. So, you know, I tried to do something similar the other day. Yeah? I set a bear trap. <laughs> oh, Doran. Doran. <laughs> <laughs> that was so... I probably should go there. <laughs> and Josh got eaten by a bear. <laughs> Had to pry himself out with a horse cock. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what the bear used. Oh. Weird. <laughs> that was a wildly entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying my hardest not to laugh too loud. <laughs> it was really hard. Anyway, as long as we're plugging things, <laughs> I also made a separate channel for my cartoon. Uh, what the heck is Jake talking about on YouTube? So go and check that out and subscribe to that, which also links back to this channel and over to Jordan's channel. And it's uh, if you don't want to subscribe to it, you can still find the videos on the Mutineer channel. It's fine. Everything's connected now. This is this is my dream, guys. This is the hub. Our, the hub of our creations. <laughs> and I love it. It's happening. Nice. Taking eight years, but it's happening. <laughs> if this nice. goes well, Josh, you're next. Hot Sauce Heathen getting his own <laughs> channel. And then Hot Dog Heathen. <laughs> so the phrase hot dog heathen popped into my head today for no reason 
and I couldn't get it out, so I just texted Josh. I was like, Josh, this phrase popped into my head, and I don't know what to do with it. So I just had to inform him that hot dog heathen was a thing that was I was thinking about. That's not a bad one. I like hot dog heathen. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. All right, Josh, when you get back into town, we'll make a video for hot dog heathen. <laughs> okay, but I've also got the, uh, the the hot chip challenge. You got Again? Yeah, yeah it, it's a different year. Is, Is it? it? <laughs> no, I mean, supposedly. It feels the same. Oh, no, hold on. I don't believe it's a different year at all. Let me just look this up. Yeah, we did that last year. I have Wait. the mm. video. Okay, also, we'll <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. It was eight months ago. I believe that was still this year. Yeah, that was January. You posted it. That's when you posted it. Yeah. In like December. No, well, no, that doesn't even matter. It's the posting date is the like that's no one gives a oh, shit when we recorded it. It's not like you don't sit on fucking these videos for like four or five months at a time. Well, hold on, you're lucky that I put them together at all. Wait a minute, because <laughs> I believe you have the technology to also do this. <laughs> I don't. You don't have iMovie on your iPad. I, I have the technology. I don't have. It's iMovie. All right, yeah, well, I'll... I'll do it. <laughs> what? <laughs> you just said it was your movie. No, I... You know what? I'm the new hot sauce heathen. <laughs> 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 I'm taking your crown. You're going to take videos of yourself, take videos of yourself drinking apple cider vinegar? <laughs> and like mayonnaise. <laughs> 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 anyway, real quick before Josh has to go, uh, for this disaster hour, I did prepare a small game of shame. But And you're like, you're probably thinking, well, this is a disaster hour. Don't you usually do the game of shame, like for Disney stuff? Yes, but not now. We're expanding. Because I thought, <laughs> like, I, I feel like we were limiting ourselves. There are so many idiots out there leaving shitty-ass reviews that, no. We, we can expand this way out to whatever the hell we want. Hello, Xenomorph. So, today, I picked three very, like, well-known tourist destinations? Landmarks? Landmarks, that's the one I'm going for. And, uh, we're going to start. Josh, do you want to start? Yeah. So, what do you got? Well, so this is uh, from Jerry H. from Orlando, Florida. Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls. Uh, one little dot, a boat ride. In June 2014. And it, just, and it says couples also. I don't know what that has to do with anything else. Do I. Um, maybe a couple of boat rides? Um, anyways, the boat ride puts you nice and close to the bottom of both falls. The closeness makes you wonder why people jumped. <laughs> I, you know, this is like this is a total correlation is not causation type thing. <laughs> I mean, maybe they're up on top and they want to see the bottom of the falls closer. <laughs> Who knows? So they jumped. I just like that this guy's on a boat ride and that's where his mind goes. Like this is beautiful. Why did people jump? One star. Huh? You know, I'd be on the bottom of the boat going, "This is fucking awesome." How many people jump? <laughs> One star. 
Yeah, I, I mean, it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, and, like, this bothered him so much that he went on to TripAdvisor and wrote a review about it. Uh, like, yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I, I mean, without getting too much into suicide awareness, it's, it's you know... Well, hold the natural beauty of something usually doesn't deter people from jumping off of things. Just saying. In all fairness, a lot of them were just daredevils. Going over the falls in a barrel of rum. <laughs> well, <laughs> the problem was the barrel was the barrel wasn't full. If the barrel was full of rum, then they'd get drunk, and then they'd be more limber for the bottom. <laughs> yeah, they didn't even have to worry about getting smashed on the rocks. They were going to be smashed well before they got to the rocks. <laughs> oh man so I, I'm, I'm gonna go next and so for, the one i picked was the golden gate bridge and if you're not familiar with this this is in uh san francisco california america <laughs> wait 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 is this also by jerry h <laughs> no why who's jerry h he's the one that wrote the the, the, the one i just read. he just goes to places that people jump off the boat, the boat to the bottom of the bridge was beautiful. It makes me wonder why people don't. <laughs> That's not the review. This is from Jude three 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 three. So how lucky of them to get like that one? There were three thousand three hundred and thirty-two other Judes. One star, Golden Gate Bridge. Couldn't see. Was so foggy the day we came in. <laughs> we couldn't even see it until we were on it. We were never in a good spot to see after the fog lifted. One star. <laughs> like, let's give this son of a bitch a negative review based on something that zero people have any control over. Damn weather. <laughs> Dude, that is fucking hilarious. <laughs> and again, angry enough to log into TripAdvisor like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, I was in San Francisco a week and a half ago. Mm. I went there once. I left my heart there. What? Guess what I saw. Guess what I saw. Mm, the Golden Gate Bridge? Ah, fog. Oh. <laughs> Did you leave a one-star review on the city? <laughs> I mean, you can call it that, I guess. San Francisco is the best mini donuts in the world. Just saying. Oh, yeah, they do. And the sourdough is fantastic. All right, so Jordan has one that I guess normally – hold on. Jordan looks lost in thought. What are you thinking about? I'm, I'm still trying to contemplate this asshole who left a one-star review because of the fog. <laughs> like, I'm still – I'm still I'm – like, I'm thinking really hard to maybe, just maybe, just maybe. So you're like, oh, no, I can totally see this point, but this motherfucker was like, too foggy, ugh. Where's TripAdvisor? Like, You're just trying to empathize with him a little bit? I, I was trying, but I'm like, no, I don't see it. I don't see it. I can't understand yeah, why this. Neither did he. <laughs> uh, fucking Mother Nature. I'm going to leave a bad review. To, to, like, he was leaving a bad review about the Golden Gate Bridge. When the when the gate when the Golden Gate Bridge wasn't even the problem, the weather was the problem. <laughs> You can't leave bad reviews on the weather. <laughs> but what if you could? <laughs> oh, God. 
guess we're gonna start a new app, huh? Doesn't fucking matter what he was leaving. Like, <laughs> you went to TripAdvisor like, to leave a nasty review because the weather was foggy. <laughs> it's it's like that one episode of Ren and Stimpy. Ren gets all pissed because he can't see the forest because all the trees are in the way. <laughs> but also, I do want to point out that that bridge is built on like. Literally one of the foggiest areas of that coast. <laughs> like, I dare say it's foggy more often than not. It's so foggy, you know, the fog rolled over, and then like two years later, it went away, and all of a sudden there was a bridge. <laughs> wow, that's magical fog. It should get way more than one star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jordan is angry, and I feel like I don't fucking know. <laughs> I, like that would just that would be as ludicrous of me or uh, of me going on to TripAdvisor and then complaining about the dude's TripAdvisor rating <laughs> because that's not what TripAdvisor is for. I mean, can, can you report these reviews? <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't want to. <laughs> I don't need my content taken Hi guys. away. What, what are you leaving? I got jam. I'll try. I'll, I'll. Yeah, I'll try and get back on. Uh, okay. Good luck. Love you. <sighs> Happy birthday. All right. Bye. Happy birthday. <laughs> All right, Jordan. All right. So unlike mine and Josh's, people don't normally jump off of yours. Right. But <laughs> I guess the possibility is there. Uh, <clears throat> all right. So I uh, mine is uh, a review from TripAdvisor uh, for Old Faithful. <laughs> so this is uh, by Shikar, Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, so this is close to you, I guess. Yeah. Uh, 341 contributions this person has had on TripAdvisor. So that's great. <laughs> One out of five circles. They should rename it Unfaithful and Weak. This was posted in September of 2014. <laughs> so I'm glad I'm glad we just passed the seven year anniversary of this fucking hot take right here. <laughs> well, they should rename this geyser because not once did it go off at the predicted time. When we finally did see it, we weren't as impressed. The water spouting out was weak and short in duration. There are other geysers throughout the park that were more ju- more majestic, but you have to hit them at the right times. Hmm. <laughs> Definitely would encourage a guided tour. You get more out of your visit to the park. So perhaps, and Jake, I'm just throwing this out there. Perhaps, perhaps old uh, Shikar here. Shikar? Shik- yeah, Shikar. Didn't hit Old Faithful at the right time. Oh, you mean he didn't do that exact thing that he encouraged people to do in the second half of his review? You know, mm-hmm. those are... <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Also, can I just point out that the fact that we can even predict this very natural phenomenon, like, Old Faithful isn't on a spigot. Like, someone's not in the back turning it on. <laughs> And this guy has the audacity <laughs> to uh, belittle its weak stream, first of all. Like, he, he's trying, you know? <laughs> I just, what, 
What what do people expect, Jordan? What do people expect when they see Old Faithful? Uh, water. <laughs> like coming out of the ground? Maybe yeah. maybe it's not even lukewarm, but kind of boiling hot. Sure. Yeah. I have no idea who oversold this idea to this man. <laughs> or what? Or why he thinks that the other geysers in the park are any better. <laughs> They're in the same system. They're on the same spigot. I, That's I just... God's spigot. Mm. <laughs> you just what? I don't... Uh, I don't... Under, like, I, just, I feel like rating... <laughs> Like that would be me, like me going to the Grand Canyon and leaving a one-star review, going, "Man, it wasn't as deep as I thought it would be." <laughs> like that's just, it's just, <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. Idaho has a bigger canyon. I recommend going to that one. Uh, you want to see Mount Rushmore? One out of five stars. It wasn't a natural formation. It was totally man-made. Going to the Golden Gate Bridge. Couldn't see it. The fog rolled in. One out of five stars. Mm, yeah, yeah. But at least only Josh has had the guy wondering how many people jumped off of this. God damn. Aren't people the best? And by best, I mean the worst. Yeah. So this right here yeah. is why I wanted to expand the game of shame. Because, Jordan, this barrel is bottomless. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm down for it. Like, I feel like we've we've uh, just cracked a door to a whole new, new world. Yeah, yeah. And like some of the Niagara Falls one had legitimate, you know, one star views. Those aren't fun. But you get you get idiots in there, and oh, oh so much potential to rip on them on this show. It's what we're here for. It's what we do. Yep. So Jordan. What's I want to see your toys. Oh, uh, here's one. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, I bought another one kind of like this. Uh, for the people who are listening to an audio podcast, I bought a NECA. The The toy company is called NECA, but I bought a an alien from the first alien film. So on the box, it doesn't say Xenomorph because it hadn't been named a Xenomorph at that point. It was just the alien for the for the uh, I, for the first I film. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. So the what was really cool about this figure is that the box uh, is reconstructed to look like the original toy line from 1980, 1981, something like that. And he just says the alien because that's the movie was called Alien. It wasn't called Xenomorph. Right. It wasn't until they started expanding on like the lore of the movie that they were like, oh, well, we'll just call them Xenomorphs. I'm like, yeah, but they were called the alien before. <laughs> You know, what I so, you know what I really like about that toy here? Bring it up here a second, one more time. Uh, this one right yeah. here? So, what I like about it is in that movie, in the first movie, and I'm pretty sure the first movie is the only one like this, I'm going to try to make this make sense, but like, and this isn't a complaint, but the, the xenomorph was clearly a man in a suit. Yeah. And, but, like, it's, look, I love the first movie. It's my favorite alien movie. It's terrifying. It's fantastic. But I, yeah, it's, it's but I like how fun. this toy that you're holding has like those human proportions because I feel like in later movies they got kind of more lizard like, if you know what I mean. Well, in the third one, well in the third one it infected a dog. I never saw the third one. 
You never saw the third no. one? No. So the only ones I've Dude, seen. Was I, that was a good one. I've seen the first one, the second one, Prometheus, and uh, the newest one. Um, You know what? Uh, a lot of people give the third one crap, um, but it was actually really good. It was directed by David Fincher. Yeah. So, uh, um, and yeah, so in the in the film, the xenomorph, the, the face hugger infects a, a dog. That's why the one in the third one is lizard-like, because it's... Its host was a dog body. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I never saw any of the versus Predator movies. So the first one, and I stopped. Yeah, uh, I didn't see any of those. I did see Prometheus and Covenant, Covenant, which which I really, really liked. I thought they were fantastic. Um, I, I I thought that like with Prometheus, like the there was a weird dynamic. There's a weird paradigm shift in that film, right? Because, all right, so let's let's talk about this for a second. So the first Alien film was just a monster movie in space. Yeah. Like, that's that's all it was. It was directed by Ridley Scott. That's all it was meant to be. And H.R. Geiger had that really cool design for the for the alien that kind of made it blend in with all the mechanics of the, of the Nostromo. Uh-huh. Right? Great movie. A horror movie up and down. Yeah. Again, monster movie in space, which is why it's my favorite. <laughs> A lot of people go Aliens because it's very action-packed, but we also had a director change. That was a James Cameron film. And it was totally action-packed. Yeah. Dude, tons of aliens, tons of violence, tons of guns, tons of explosions, tons of shit. And then the third one got a little kind of back to, like, the seriousness of, of the, like, the the threat of the first one. Because uh-huh. you're, you're back down to only one one alien. But you're kind of on this... this um, Oh, uh, what's the, you're on a colony, and I can't remember if it's a prison colony or if it's like a colony where it's it's only men, it's only men, and it's and I feel if I'm remembering correctly, there's like a religious aspect to it. Um, didn't see the alien or the the two or and then and then you get uh Resurrection. fucking re- resurrection. Never saw that one. Which a lot of which. A lot of people shit on. I saw it in the theater. I actually rewatched it not too long ago, and I, I really like it. Like I, I don't hate it. Um, I, I thought it offered some pretty, some pretty cool, uh, interesting ideas into the into the Alien franchise. But then we come to Prometheus, right? So now, like the first, the first chunk of movies was just there's one alien, there's many aliens. There's uh, only maybe a couple of aliens, but they're still a th- like they're still a threat and they're still very monstrous. We get to Prometheus and it's directed, written, and directed by Ridley Scott again, who did the first one. But now we're starting to get like bigger ideas and themes in that movie. Whereas the first movie, again, monster movie in space, this movie got very, I don't know, reflective. Like, like what is it? Is God real? What did God do? Did, was like like all these con big concepts of like world creation, yeah, and how that kind of uh, and how the creation of the xenomorphs fit into like whatever concept of like God or deity or a great creator there was. Like I felt like maybe Ridley Scott was like I'm gonna die soon and I'm questioning my own mortality and creation, and I feel like a lot of that went into this script, yeah. Like with the engineers and, then, and everything, exactly. And then, Co- and then Covenant happened, and it was just a mad scientist movie. 
Yeah. But set and I love in that. the same... Because yeah. Covenant is a sequel to Prometheus. Mm-hmm. A lot mm-hmm. of the same characters. Yeah. One of the same characters, I guess. <laughs> Most of them died. <laughs> but, yeah, and I remember a lot of people being disappointed in Prometheus because, like, you don't, there is no xenomorph until, like, the last ten seconds of the movie. And it's not even a xenomorph. It's like a proto-xeno. It's, it's, like, it's like a proto-morph. Yeah. And then... Yeah, and then what, what's the... Is his name David? Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, in Covenant, David kind of takes that idea and makes the Xenomorphs finally. But I, I really like those movies. But I agree with... Yeah, they're great. I never even thought of Covenant as a mad scientist movie. Yeah, because all he does is just experiment with making the Xenomorphs. Yeah. Like, that is a straight-up Frankenstein movie. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I need to watch that again. That that movie had like one of my favorite. I'm gonna call it a chest burster scene, but it was not a, through the chest when the when it came out the spine of the one dude. Oh yeah, Holy I forgot shit. about that. <laughs> that was intense. But um, you know, it's funny you say that because I actually so I bought this figure. I think again, it's a the neck the xenomorph figure or the alien figure. But <clears throat> the original release. It came in a different box, and it came with the chest burster, the egg, and a face hugger. This one came with neither of those things. So whenever I was out and about, I was like, well, if I see another one with all that extra stuff, I'll buy a second one. So I found one, and it was an extra $35 I wasn't, attempt- or I wasn't expecting to spend. But I've got one, and he's a, a slightly different paint job. He's got, like, blue tint to him. Uh-huh. And he has different, he has different hands. But it came with all the extra stuff. And a friend of mine gave me a tip and said that, like, because these things are kind I don't want to say they're hard to pose or hard to stand. This one is actually pretty good. But a friend of mine sent me a picture of his room, and he's got, like, six or seven of these things. And he actually thumbtacked them to the wall. So they're, like, crawling down and crawling up his wall. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to get some thumbtacks. That's And cool. totally make this. Yeah. So I have to figure out how to pose this thing to get it to stay uh, on the wall. So, but this is a pretty solid figure. Like, NECA makes great stuff. NECA is expensive because, like, on the cheap side, their figures are $30 a piece. Yeah. Um, but the quality is insane. Oh, yeah. So I have four or five NECA Godzilla figures. I'd get them, but they're in the other mm-hmm. room. No, that's fine. But hold on to those because they lost the rights to uh, to make Godzilla figures. That's so sucks, keep. But yeah, so keep those in good condition. Okay, but like the articulation in them. First of all, I don't even think their actual Godzilla has this much articulation. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. like ankles, knees, hips, arms, wrists, neck, like jaw, chest, yeah. like yep. they're super poseable. I. So those are the only NECA figures I have, but man, you're right. The NECA quality is just mwah, chef's kiss. Yeah. So I bought another NECA. I actually bought one, two, three, four, five, like five or six NECA figures over the last couple of weeks. Uh, but this is the one that I got. 
that I was really excited when I found it. Oh, what? Oh, holy shit. That's way bigger than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, so I got the... So for the listener, I, I picked up the NECA version of the Gargoyles Goliath figure. So if you're watching the stream, you see it. But uh, if you're just listening, uh, I just told you what it was. Um, <laughs> but But this figure is... Fucking phenomenal. He comes with a whole bunch of accessories. He comes with a whole bunch of hands that you can pop out and place in. So he's like closed fist, open hand. He comes with another head that uh, doesn't have his gargoyle, like his pupilless eyes. So this uh, figure, it, it's it's got some heft to it. And obviously, like, it's got the big wingspan. That wingspan is like a, a couple foot of, or more. Uh Oh, that's easily more than a foot. It's it's probably like good foot a thirteen, a good fifteen inches. Yeah. So, um, so the this figure is highly detailed and it looks amazing. Uh, but there are a couple of things that I'm a little bummed about. And one of the things is again, you can take his his hands out because you can swap out hands if you want, like a closed fist. Um, this. This one right here, the right wrist swivel is really, really loose. So sometimes if the weight of his hand uh, like just kind of gives in, the entire hand will just kind of swivel down. Mm -hmm. And you have to put it back up and kind of finagle it and pose it. Uh, I've heard of a trick where if you take some clear nail polish and put it around the peg that goes in the socket, it kind of thickens up. Oh, and like, it, you know, helps the tolerances. So I did that and it seems to help a little bit. But here's the thing, Jake, with as impressive as this thing looks. The wings are a hard plastic. Wait, what? I thought, like the wings yeah. are a hard. Yeah. It looks like they'd be so that, that softer vinyl -y stuff. So if this thing takes a tumble and it lands on the wing. These wings are breaking. Oh, yeah. Like, there's there's no way around it. The, these wings will break. So uh, it's it's one of those things where you have to display it with care because if it falls over and it falls off of a shelf onto the ground, there's no way this thing – the wings aren't breaking. No. But there's some good detail in there. So I was kind of hoping that – because uh, some figures now have been um, coating some of their plastic in this faux, fleshy, softer plastic to kind of give it like a a realistic, fleshy texture. Uh -huh. And I was hoping that they would do that with the wings, but they did not, wow. which is kind of a bummer. So, but this was this was kind of like the big pickup for me over the weekend because it was a thirty-eight dollar figure, and. Because when like I got home and I started watching Gargoyles on Disney Plus and I'm almost done with season one right now. So I remember watching Gargoyles whenever I was a kid. Uh, I don't remember how heavy the cartoon was because I was watching a couple episodes. I'm like, damn, there's some heavy shit going on. Like there's one episode I watched where a gargoyle used a gun and shot someone. Holy shit. And I was like, yeah. And like. They didn't shy without about they weren't shy about showing the gun on camera either. Like it was 
Like they showed the the dude the gargoyle pulling the train. I was like, damn man, this was ninety four. So jeez, yeah, no. So I've, I started to rewatch gargoyles, and I like I, I know I watched them, but I don't remember yeah. them. So I'm kind of going going back and rewatching them, and that's how I am. It it's really good. Should I watch it? I I would I would recommend it. So I I have no way to back this up. And I haven't fact checked this at all. I could be completely wrong. But when I was little, I always felt like Gargoyles was kind of like Disney's answer to the Batman animated series. That's exactly what it oh, was. Oh, was it really? Oh, uh-huh. shit. <laughs> Go Jake. <laughs> Little kid Jake. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at the look at the animation style. Yeah. And just there were a lot of things that were kind of trying to trying to be that at that point. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, and I'm kind of the same as you. I watched Gargoyles. I don't remember anything of it. I just remember enjoying it. And it was mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. One of the... I I forgot that they never had names. Like at the beginning, they don't have names except for the main guy Goliath, where the the you know uh, castle owners in Scotland in nine ninety four gave him the name Goliath. But none of them, none of the other ones had names. And like three or four episodes in, whenever they accept New York as their home, they start naming themselves after places in New York. Yeah. That's why that's like so Bronx, I, I Brooklyn. Like, oh, that's Bronx, Brooklyn, Broadway, and Hudson. Also, while you were talking about that, I looked up. It had like for its time, it kind of had a hell of a voice cast. Yeah, uh, the main the main uh, villain is uh, Jonathan Frakes from Star Trek. Yeah, Ed Asner was Hudson. Yep. Rest in peace, Ed Asner. Um, who else was there? Well, Goliath. Oh, you got Keith David, yep. right? Yeah. Okay, I want to see if you can get this one. Who does Bronx? Frank Welker. Oh, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Right. And in typical Frank Welker fashion, he does quite a few voices on this show. Mm, yeah. I remember one time I... Have you ever looked at how extensive Frank Welker's? Yes, it's nuts, isn't like, it? Like, I read a thing once that if you, he's technically the most uh, money-making actor ever. Uh, I just yeah, because I of like what he does and the movies that he does them in, like even little animal sounds. You're like, oh shit, that was Frank Welker in like big yeah. budget blockbuster movies. Like, I bet he did some of the yeah. sounds in Avatar. I don't know this for sure. Uh, but. He was Megatron. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, he was Megatron. In yeah, in the uh, was he Megatron in the Bumblebee the, movie? No. Maybe. He did. I can't. What remember. the hell did he do in the Michael Bay Transformers? Because he wasn't Megatron in those. It was. Uh, I know he was the voice on some of the video games. Yeah. Shit. What's weird about Frank Welker is that because he also did Freddy from Scooby Doo, uh-huh. and he still sounds like Freddy from Scooby Doo, <laughs> yeah. fifty years later. Yeah, that's just his normal voice. Yeah. Okay, so he uh, unfortunately in Transformers: The Last Night, which was come on, that was garbage. He he was Megatron I mean, in that one. Okay. And in uh, Age of Extinction. The Dinobot one, he was Galvatron. 
And then the fur in Dark of the Moon, he was. Sh- oh, yeah, of course he was Shockwave. And then eventually, uh. Soundwave. I think he was Soundwave in, uh, in the G1 cartoon, too. Yeah. Yeah, no, he definitely was because <laughs> Soundwave in the G1 cartoon sounded just like Dr. Claw. No, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Wait, no, that's not true. It's not? No. He he was the voice of Dr. Claw. And then there was an episode where there was a, an audio mess up where he did a line as Dr. Claw. And for some reason, it kept it, it, it passed production. But but Soundwave had more of that sonic resonance. Yeah. Sound. He wasn't he wasn't very grumbly like Dr. Claw was. Yeah. Frank Welker is a, that is insane in the what he's been in. That dude, yeah, he's a national treasure. Actually, I, I have him, his IMDb up right now. And it's, if I click on filmography, you know how it's, it'll say, like, how many they've been? Holy shit. So he in his acting credits, 868 acting credits. Damn. <laughs> yeah. So obviously Scooby-Doo, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, Animaniacs, uh, Scoob. Oh, yeah, in that new Scoob, Scooby movie, he was the voice of Scooby. Yeah, he's been the voice of Scooby since the 80s, I think. Oh, has he? I think so. Maybe maybe even the 70s. In both Aladdin movies. Because the, the guy who, Don Messick, was the, the first voice of Scooby-Doo, and I think he died, and then Frank Welker took over for Don Messick. So there's, there's somewhere... I can't remember if it's the 70s or the 80s where there's there's a line where you can tell that the Scooby's voice changed. Hey, guys, I'm back. Oh, shit. (laughs) All right. Stop talking about him. But no, he was uh, uh, in both Aladdin movies, the animated and the live action one. He was the Cave of Wonders. Okay. Who is that? I'm sorry. I'm a five-year-old coming in the middle of a movie. Oh, don't worry. We're just talking about Frank Welker. See? Okay. Ah, yeah. That's So here's here's an, a perfect example of where he just does little animal noises for things. He's the voice of Santa's Little Helper and Snowball 2 from The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. And how many episodes do they show up in and make sounds in? Yeah. You know what's funny is I, I actually think I knew that. Did you? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, the Mickey Mouse yeah. Clubhouse, he's Figaro. <laughs> like it just keeps going. I, I think he was uh I think he was Slimer. Was he? I think so. In the Ghostbusters cartoon, I think he was. Now, what was that cartoon called? The real Ghostbusters. Not to be confused with that <laughs> one that came before. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, Josh, you're windy. Yeah, I shouldn't be. I'm in a truck. Oh, well, then you're engine Yeah, yeah. I'm almost to the hotel, so. Okay, so. I'll just park him. Not only was he Slimer in uh, the real Ghostbusters, he was also. He was uh, Ray, wasn't he? He was Ray. And Stay Puffed, and Santa Claus, and (laughs) the mayor, and. Oh, my gosh. A lot of the monsters. Yeah. Dude is wild. Well, 
It's a very Frank Welker podcast episode, everybody. And he deserves it. Like, the dude is, like you said, a national treasure. Yeah. Now that Josh is back, should, should we get into some questions? Sure. So, a lot of podcasts and shows have listener questions. We're too lazy for that. So, I go on Reddit and just find Reddit Ask Reddit questions. <laughs> so, you, you guys ready for these? Here we go. First question. The year is 2025. The first astronauts have landed on Mars. They find a cave with a human skeleton in it and a sentence written on the wall. What does that sentence say? <laughs> Josh, turn your turn signal off. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> nice, I like it. <laughs> uh, all right, I got, I got mine. All right, what do you got? Don't forget to drink your Ovaltine. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch! Huh. <laughs> a crummy commercial. I, yeah, my. <laughs> Mine just says the old poop hole loophole. <laughs> Mine just says first exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, next question. Speaking of poop hole loopholes, what is the first ru- what is the first rule of pooping at somebody else's house? Uh, try to avoid at all costs. That's a good rule. But sometimes you can't, Josh. I, I, okay, okay. I would really like. There's a time limit because when I poop at my house or at work, it you know I take my time. Yeah, but I don't need to be at someone a stranger's house or a friend's house and then wondering if I'm still alive in there. That's not cool. Mm. And then yeah, agreed. And don't be stingy with the. Uh, courtesy flushes because you can't always yeah, trust someone I, else's I, toilet. I, Ooh. Yeah. And then, and then no matter what, when you walk out, you just look at them and say, fix your toilet for me. You say what? I fixed your toilet for oh. you. <laughs> Wait, what does that mean? I, I don't know. I just had a friend that would always do that. And I thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> That just that just raises more questions than it actually answers. Yeah, <laughs> he's, no, he, he's a plumber, so. Oh well, then that that makes sense. Like I couldn't walk out of a bathroom and be like, "I fixed your sprinklers for you." <laughs> or you? Well, you could. You couldn't walk out of someone's bathroom and be like, "I fixed your helicopter." <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Watch. Jordan couldn't walk out of someone's bathroom and be like, I fixed years of social oppression. (laughs) (laughs) I fixed your history for you. (laughs) I just put a Band-Aid over it. There you go. Fixed it. Their family pictures are missing. There's this white paint in there. Fixed it. That's not what Jordan would do. It's the opposite. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jordan, do you have any pooping rules for someone's house? Um, I think it's it's uh, a proper courtesy that you turn on the light and the vent before pooping. <laughs> I agree with this. So that way, when somebody hears, hears the vent, that's just a polite way of them you telling them, hey, I'm pooping in here. Oh. 
I have so everybody oh. knows what they're getting into. <laughs> like somebody walks in and like, hey man, the fan was on. You knew exactly what you were coming into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, it's like, hey, I need some cover fire in here. <laughs> also, I don't know what this is going. I don't know how this is going to turn yeah. out. Because could be stealthy. Could be the opposite of stealthy. <laughs> oh. And I, I'm one of these people. I actually have a bottle of poopery next to my on my sink. If you, oh yeah, you spray that in first. I mean, yeah. obviously, I don't do this when I'm home alone because I don't I don't care. But like, I say, if you if you're at someone's house and you see a bottle of poopery, that is there for you to use. Like, that's not just a joke. Use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a suggestion. Fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next question. What would you like to shout if you knew the whole world would hear you right now? <laughs> Whipple! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Mickey Mjolnir! <laughs> Wait, just one thing to shout and like the entire world hears it and that's all they hear and then they're just left What the fuck? <laughs> Well, see, in my case, I would hope they would at least Google it. And they'd be like, oh, shit, they have a website? (laughs) 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 These assholes. (laughs) First of all, I like that Jordan's putting a lot of thought into this, and we clearly didn't. (laughs) I mean, I I feel like I feel like there are so many like this, this question, like there's so many things I would love to shout. So many things that I would love to shout. Uh, but I've got to go with with my gut, and that's uh, don't forget to drink your Ovaltine. <laughs> <laughs> it works. Has anyone ever actually had Ovaltine? No, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, Where did you? Mom used to buy that shit all the time. What happened? Like, and then I was born because that was never around when I was around. Did we lose Josh? No, I'm here. (laughs) He's just wondering why he was abused and I wasn't with Ovaltine. (laughs) Yeah, that, uh... Well, Mom liked me. I mean... Happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I got a question. What's what? what's something you'd rather you didn't know about? And while you guys think about yours, I have my answer already. And it's how figs are pollinated. Ooh. Oh right. wait, isn't that isn't that where like a whole bunch of like wa- wasp larvae? <laughs> well, the wasp itself, yeah. So they yeah yeah they like get into the flower, and the wasp lays eggs and then dies in there. <laughs> And that pollinates the fig. and But they never leave, Jordan. That's the hor- horrific part. The wasp never leaves. Every fig has the remains. I mean, you know, it's absorbed by the fig. But just the thought that there's a wasp body in there and or eggs and larvae. It's just why. Why do we need... What, what branch of evolution did this come off of where figs depended on wasps? Also, I don't eat very many figs, and by very many, I mean none at all. The closest I get is fig newtons. But if you ever do bite into a fig or a date and you hit a crunch, 
Sometimes the wasp doesn't the wasp doesn't evaporate all the way. So just I I think you know this this kind of falls in line with fucking bot flies. I wish I never knew about bot flies. Are those those like little the things that like dig into animals? The yeah, the parasite that kind of like I somehow I somehow uh, um, the the YouTube algorithm one night started sh- like showing me bot fly videos, and then for two months in my my feed it would be like, "Hey, check out this kitten with a bot fly," and I'm like, "No." But yeah, then I would watch I, it, and I would be like, "Oh, that poor baby. Bet he feels so much better now." <laughs> but the, the the way I fucking found out about him is that whole interview where some some dude was interviewing Stephen Fry and asked him about, you know, what he would say to God if if God existed. It's a good interview. And he goes and, yeah, it's a great interview. But but you know, then he starts talking about freaking. Bugs burrowing into children's eyes, and that's the fucking bot flies, man. Yeah, here's the crazy thing I didn't find out about these until literally last week. Last week, ew, and it's a very similar story to Jordan's that came up on TikTok. There was a dog with a bot fly in it, and they were like showing how they extract it by suffocating it with Vaseline. And I like mm. it just showed the pulsing hole, and I'm just watching it going, What the hell is this? And then when they take it out, I was like, God, I almost threw my phone. And I didn't. Yeah, apparently you can suffocate ticks on your animals with with Vaseline as well. Well, have you ever tried to breathe in Vaseline? Very difficult. I mean, it's just something I wouldn't have thought about otherwise. You know. Yeah. No. Also, I hate the feeling of Vaseline. That that makes my spine tingle. Just I don't, I don't like greasy things. So, oh, wait, who whose answer was botfly? Mine. Jordan, what do you got? Did you have anything? Uh, what was the question? Something I wish I didn't know about. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's a tough one. Uh, I wish I didn't know about. Uh, uh, the, what are those giant ass wasps that live out by you? <laughs> Tarantula hawks. The Casadors. Yeah. Yeah, fuck those. I don't. I wish I didn't know about those. <laughs> Speaking oh, of which, I thought it was Cazadors. I mean, Cazadors are those also, but Jordan hasn't played Fallout games, so you're off the hook. I actually, holy shit, I hadn't seen one for a while, and just what was it? Friday, just this last Friday at work, I was driving along. There was one on the cart path. For some reason, like I could have just ran it over, but I thought that would just make it angry, <laughs> like it wouldn't kill it. <laughs> So I actually went and swung wide around it. It was just standing there, but like I'm not taking my chances. Tarantula hawks are horrific. If you want to know more about them, ask our friend Heather. She loves them. Just kidding. Heather hates them. She, hmm. she, she, uh, she yelled at me for a while about showing them to her. <laughs> I don't remember the context, but it was here on this show. She like, like she had the picture on her phone. And then, like, she would open whatever app it was in, and then that picture would show up because she forgot to, like, not be on that picture. (laughs) (laughs) And then she would blame me for it, which, that's fair. That's fair. All right, we got time for one more question. And this is a good one. Okay. You win the $500 million Powerball. What's the first thing you're doing? I'll tell you what the first thing I'm not doing is telling a fucking soul. (laughs) 
Do not tell anybody. Then the second thing I do is get a lawyer. The third thing I do is still tell nobody. But you have to tell the lawyer. Well, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> tell nobody but the lawyer. Fourth thing, fourth thing is delete all social media. Fifth thing is just to quietly slip out of society. <laughs> While still telling nobody. So, here's what I would do. Sixth thing is a lot of cocaine. <laughs> the rest of it is going right up your nose. <laughs> Here, I, I'm going to piggyback on that. Yeah, I agree. I wouldn't tell anyone at first, or ever. I wouldn't tell anyone. However, I feel like the quality of this podcast is going to get noticeably better when we have our own studio. <laughs> that all three of us are in the studio <laughs> and not over Skype. And we won't ever, we won't explain why or how or what, and it's going to be called Fort Asshole. <laughs> Fort Asshole Recordings. And everyone's going to be like, wow, the quality of this recording is impeccable, but man, it's still the same guy. <laughs> okay, no, I'm going to replace Josh. Sorry, Josh. I'll pay you off. It's fine. <laughs> what are you replacing me with? I don't know. A Twinkie? Twinkies are delicious. Ow. No, it's fine. I'm paying you off. Like you still get to reap the benefits. And like, wow. and like, I guess, uh, I guess I know who's not getting an anonymous check when I win. Hold on. No, uh, you can come back on the show. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> along with the quality of the podcast, like hot sauce heathen is going to have a live studio audience, <laughs> three cameras, <laughs> and it's going to be on the Warner Brothers back lot. <laughs> and then it's also going to be on a stage that's a turntable. So we just flip it around and it becomes hot dog heathen. <laughs> but like the only thing that changes is the logo. It's the exact same set because I have $500 million yeah. and I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the CG, uh, <laughs> Budget is going to be so high. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> fucking CG's done by, uh, what is it? In- Industrial Lights, whatever. ILM? Lucas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm finally going to buy the WandaVision Wanda. <laughs> Uh, legendary <laughs> toy. <laughs> oh, you just gonna leave it at the one division Wanda. <laughs> no, I just, I just want the toy. Thirty five dollars, but I'm still on the waiting list. So, <laughs> I was gonna say you can't buy the Olsen not twin. The Olsen variant, Josh. Come on. <laughs> right. All right, Jordan. What would you buy? Well, no, five hundred million dollars. Is that what yeah. it was? Yeah, the first thing you do with five hundred million. First thing I would do with five hundred million. Uh, well, I guess the first thing I would do would uh, have to be pay taxes on that. So I'm only really taking home two hundred and fifty million. No, we said you don't tell anyone. That includes the government. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry, Jordan. Rich people don't go to jail. All right. Remember? Well. 
The first thing I'm doing is obviously fucking absconding and leaving the country <laughs> because <laughs> because tax evasion since the dawn of time, apparently. And no, you just gonna just buy an island, make it your own country. No, no, just, uh, just no, you know. Well, do do what uh, do what other millionaires do, and just uh, put it in an offshore bank account, so that way you don't have to pay taxes, and then more money just gets taken out of the American economy. Look at that is corrupting him already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I learned it from watching you, Dad. <laughs> what, Josh? Did you say trumping them already? I said corrupting him. Oh. But, I mean, close oh. enough. <laughs> All right, so so far Jordan's been reasonable. What, what else you got? I want to know what you'd buy. <laughs> Hasbro. <laughs> Just the entire company. <laughs> Shit, yeah, I would, I would buy Hasbro. Fuck. I don't. Well, I don't know, man. I think I think Hasbro might cost more than five hundred million dollars. But you you could get that Galactus figure. Yeah, I could get that Galactus figure, couldn't I? Man, yeah, but I'd have to pay a shitty aftermarket price on it. I don't want to pay more than four hundred dollars for it. <laughs> it's like it's like the thousand dollar the thousand dollar Devastator. Oh God, is that a sex toy? Oh, I would. $1,000 Unicron? Is there a $1,000 Unicron? Uh, well, the Unicron figures that exist now are, are $1,000 because, Dude, because there, it was. There's been, there's been a couple Devastators on, on TF Source that are 1000 bucks. Uh, really? I know that there's one that's 500 <laughs> or close to 600 but I don't, I've never seen one that's 1000 I know that there's a there's a giant statue that's like twelve hundred dollars. You know what I would buy? <laughs> I, I would have like a transformer statue statue built that moves like those giant Gundam ones in Japan. And you so you just make a Gundam, but a transformer one. Your answer was a transformer Gundam. I, I just wanted to buy that Mothman statue. That's a cool statue. No. <laughs> But it doesn't move. I guess I could make it move. I. <laughs> what if. What if. I used the money. To re-erect Confederate monuments. But each Confederate monument just shows how stupid the fucking Confederacy was. <laughs> it's heritage. There you go, buddy. Have at it. You know. <laughs> like missing teeth. And it's just a, it's nothing but like missing teeth and cross-eyed people. <laughs> like a dude riding a knock-kneed horse with his lady cousin on its back. <laughs> and riding the horse backwards. <laughs> They'd all be like that stupid, stupid fucking Nathan Bedford Forest statue that's uh, off of on the other side of... Uh, Chattanooga. I, I've seen Have pictures seen of this. this? I, I'm. It's the one. It's like the one eye's looking this way and one eye's going this way. He just looks like. <laughs> God, he looks like. Oh my God, he just looks inbred. I like that. Um, you Google Nathan Bedford and you didn't even get to the last D. It's like forest statue. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the one. <laughs> ah. I'm looking at it right now. It's real ridiculous. You know what? If that statue could talk, you know what it would sound like? 
Do you remember the episode of SpongeBob when he created Doodle Bob? No. And Doodle Bob just Doodle Bob just like grumbles stuff. He just goes, "Me nai hoi manoi the mic guy gets Like that's what it sounds like. That statue would sound like. Like I was gonna. I'm glad we we both went for cartoon references because I was gonna say this looks like the horse at least looks like something straight out of a Trogdor cartoon. <laughs> Trog horse. Why is his upper body so huge and his legs so tiny? <laughs> Why are you asking so many questions, Josh? It's art. <laughs> and Jordan's going to raise more of these. <laughs> Can we replace the horse with Blue? No, I was just going... No, I was just going to say that Blucifer could totally kick this horse's ass. <laughs> Blucifer is a symbol of power, Josh. I would never put that up... As a Confederate monument, how dare you? Why is his face so derpy? <laughs> Look at his mouth! It's just like, hey, you guys! <laughs> oh my god, this is the greatest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. It's like, it's like the, it, it, it's like it was, it, it was drawn by a three-year-old. <laughs> The horse is just as derpy. I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Noodle legs. And what is he pointing his gun at? Like, that's not even proper gun safety. <laughs> just waving it frantically. <laughs> oh, but, but he's all freaking limp wrist waving it, too. <laughs> Horrible trigger discipline. <laughs> Is that his horse's name? <laughs> yes. Also, like, Down look how high up he is on the horse. He's, like, riding the bottom of the horse's neck. He's not even on its back. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst statue I've ever seen. <laughs> or the best. <laughs> is this statue, like, serious, or did someone fucking make it to a... Uh... Jordan? I'm sorry. What was the question? I was distracted by is, something. Is this is is this Nate is ill or did they make it to make fun of this shit? No. Okay. So the statue is for real, but it's not an official stat. It's not like an official monument. It was actually created by some dude. Private property. the The thing is, his private property backs up to Interstate 75 in Tennessee. So he has the statue set right against the edge of his property so you can see it driving down the interstate now did he did he did he build it himself i maybe or did he commission this he commissioned it on fiverr.com <laughs> <laughs> i feel like what the heck is Jake talking about? Should do like an April Fool's he, he fucking, episode about this horse. He fucking, fucking ordered it on Overstock. Wish. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking of. My bad. It's when you buy your racism off Wish.com. And you get it just the way you deserve. Painted oh, paint. Oh, shit. Guys, I think that's a good... We're not going to talk this. <laughs> yeah, we got to go. I'm, I'm dying here looking at all these pictures. <laughs>
<laughs> anyway, in short, I would use I would use my five hundred million dollars to make fun of the neo Confederates who who claim heritage, not hate. Whenever it clearly is hate and zero heritage. Oh, I like or, it. Or their heritage is one hundred percent hate. So, <laughs> oh yeah, weird. I think that I think that's closer. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic parting words. Uh, oh, real quick. Guys, next week is the start of Spooky Tober. So Spooky Tober. So we're going off our regular schedule of three Mickey Mutineers and one Disaster Hour. So next week will be uh, Mickey Mutineers, but a spooky one with special guest star Spooky the Cat. Podcat. He counts. And then after, so it'll be every other week. It'll be Mutineers, Disaster Hour, Mutineers, Disaster Hour, all Halloween themed because it is the most wonderful time. Of the year. Okay, what so if we're so if we're done, I'm gonna go check into my hotel room. Yeah, we're done. So all right. See you guys next okay. week. Bye everybody. I love you all.